Hey everybody, what's up? This is Ro with the one disclaimer that I absolutely positively have to drop before the show starts. This is our 2016 This Year in Fecal Matters show. To put it bluntly, you will not hear anything about ghosts, UFOs, spirituality, or any of the normal topics that we generally discuss on this show. No, this show entirely pertains to crap. How this show came about was about a year ago I posted on Twitter that I had posted so many stories in regards to people doing stuff with crap that I could do an entire show on it called This Year in Fecal Matters. I did it as a joke, but the response was immediate that everybody said, yes, you must do this show. So we said, all right, what the heck, sure, we'll do it and have some fun. This is absolutely the most childish and immature show that we do. We cuss and swear a lot. We act like children, and we talk about a lot of really stupid, asinine stuff. So this is your first warning to bail out. Again, if you're a new listener, this is not normally something we do. This is just us having fun and being really immature and childish. I cannot emphasize that enough, and it is disgusting and gross a lot of the times. But by this point, you probably know us. We do try to put some educational stuff into this show. Having said that, this is your last warning. I'm wrong. We do warn you a couple of more times that if you want to bail out, this would be a good time to do it. And please don't hold this episode against us for the rest of the kind of shows that we do. Having said that, here's one more disclaimer that I'm going to throw up again just so new people know what's going on. Project Archivist does not intend to be used as a sexual aid, but if it works for you, please don't send us pictures. Some rare listeners have serious skin reactions while listening to Project Archivist, some of which can become life-threatening. These can include rash, swelling, redness, and peeling of the skin. Some listeners have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, paranoia, and reduced intelligence while using Project Archivist for listening pleasure. If you, your family, or caregiver notice agitation, hostility, flatulence, or changes in behavior, thinking, or mood that are not typically for you, or you develop anxiety, panic, aggression, anger, mania, abnormal sensations, hallucinations, sonder, confusion, klaxos, bankruptcy, or xenocyne, stop listening to Project Archivist and call your doctor right away. Project Archivist cannot and should not be used as a flotation device, even in the unlikely event of alien contact, regardless of what some doctor in Arizona may say. Some people have reported rare allergic reactions to listening to Project Archivist, some of which can be life-threatening and include swelling of the face, mouth, throat, and sexual organs that can cause trouble breathing and being able to stand in an upright position. Do not taunt Project Archivist. It is also recommended that you do not hold the wrong end of the chainsaw while listening to Project Archivist. Less common side effects include difficulty with concentration, clay-colored stools, erections lasting longer than six hours, unusual facial expressions, problems with memory, problems with memory, and problems with memory. Project Archivist may cause drowsiness, and alcohol may intensify this effect. Use care when operating a sausage cooker or other useless machinery, especially while in the state of Colorado. Some side effects may not need any medical attention. As your body gets used to Project Archivist, these side effects may disappear. Your healthcare professional may be able to help you prevent or reduce these side effects, but do check with them as any side effects will continue, or if you are concerned about reducing them. The most commonly reported side effects are fatigue, munchies, drowsiness, impaired coordination, memory impairment, and the strong desire to unsubscribe to our podcast. Always check with your doctor to make sure that you are healthy enough to engage in Project Archivist activity. Project Archivist, making the world a better place for you and your shape-shifting alien reptilian Masonic girlfriend. Ask your psychotherapist, gastrointestinal specialist, or proctologist if Project Archivist is right for you. When the time is right, Project Archivist. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for (laughs) this show. (laughs) 
this thing. <laughs> this thing, the most requested show that we have all year long, which I make reference to. This week, Chuck from the Wheel Nerds podcast, which I believe can be found at wheelnerds.com. Is that his website? Let me check I it out. I believe so. His show can be found at wheelnerds.com. It's pretty much a motorfi- motorcycle exclusive show. It's hilarious. It is funny. It really is funny. But we've had him on here a lot of times. So if you're a new listener, he's just he runs our ad, we run his. We got to know the guy through Facebook, and then, you know, we invited him on the show for, I think the first time we had him on here was for the first this year in Fecal Matters, I believe. Or was it the second one? I don't remember. Have we been doing this for two years now? Is this the second or third one? I think this I think is the, the second. third year, isn't it? Well, we've had him on here second for a with few Chuck. years. This is probably our fourth show with Chuck, but I don't think they've all been Fecal Matter shows. Mm. It doesn't matter. If you're new to the show... I'm sure I've, I'm going to say this again. This is not a normal show for us. This is just one of our shows where we sit down and do something really stupid and just try to have some fun with it. But we do go a little overboard. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is our first show back after Thanksgiving. And I've pretty much taken like a two-week hiatus. Well, we both did because of the holiday and everything. Uh-huh. And I pretty much just stayed away from the show entirely. And I've been making an active trying to stay away from social media because it's just getting a little bit too nuts. And then I've had all these issues with my leg and all this other stuff. So, you know, it's it's been a situation. Mm. But um, anyhow, let's just jump into the show because this one's long. This is basically a show that has to do everything with everything that we've collected throughout the year with articles regarding fecal matters and strange stuff that people do with crap all year long. And as always with what happens, I get a ton of these articles and we end up having to cut the show down to a more we don't we don't cover everything because we literally just can't cover everything. All this stuff comes from Reddit. A lot of it comes from listeners. I would say a vast majority of this year's show came from listeners through Twitter or through Facebook, or people would message me on Facebook or send me stuff on Twitter on private. And that's where a lot of this stuff came from. I didn't put a lot of effort into putting this year's show together. I don't think I started collecting articles till about six months ago, maybe seven months ago. And that was when I started, every time somebody would send me something, I would just drop it into a little folder on my desktop. And called up chuck and said hey you want to do this and that's how this all came together so now i present to you without further delay the year's 2016 puka poopocalypse this year in fecal matters (laughs) so here we go Okay, so everybody, welcome back. Now we, we, we've been on, we've been together for like forty-five minutes trying to get this ready to go. But this is this year's uh, this year in fecal matters, the this dumbest, shit show. most immature show that we do. Yet it is the most requested show that people look forward to throughout the entire year. Not episode five hundred where we talk to Stan Friedman. Not what we talk 500. about. You know, whoa, uh, easy, stop pushing it there. It was two hundred. Yeah, whatever. Toynbee tiles and stuff like five, that. Son. We don't hear people saying, "Hey, you know, could you really talk about blah blah blah?" I know what I get a lot of. Are you guys going to do another fecal matter show again? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's great. That. Yeah, I really like for you guys to go into an in depth interview with you know, someone. Nah, I'm just funning you. I want to hear about shit. We just did a really great show on the Toy and B tiles. It's getting a lot of attention, by the way. Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, uh, Jordan over there. Um, cool. And uh, you know, and why don't you guys go listen to that? Nah, we'd kind of rather hear you talk about poop for a couple hours. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I guess we can do that. 
So anyways, if you are a new listener to the show, this is not one of our normal shows. This is this is something that we do every year right before the holidays, just after Thanksgiving. And it's purely for the lulls. And if you don't want to be here and you think our show is childish and immature, it is for this episode. <laughs> bye bye now. <laughs> and with us again is Chuck from Wheel Nerds. <laughs> kind Hello. of the uh, kind of the third leg of the show. He's kind of like He's the- a penis. <laughs> Wait, Hello, listeners. Job. Hello. I'm happy to be here again. Thank you. <laughs> really was Very not the direction I was going with that. I should have said fifth wheel. <laughs> I was going to say fifth beetle, but I... Anyways. There's only two of us. Well, I know, but he's like... That's why I said third leg. I can't say fifth beetle when there's only two two beetles, because that would... Well, third wheel. Third wheel. Okay. He makes us a trike. He's a urinal. <laughs> a urinal. <laughs> Urinal? Yeah. That was the other show. Yeah. That's, That's the other show. That's the other show that no one's going to get. But Wheel Nerd, Wheel Nerd Wheel listeners Nerd. Will, will, will definitely get that joke. All right. Let's get this thing rolling here. Chuck, since you are of Asian descent from the waist down, um, Whoa. we pulled up. Uh, I'm sorry. From the waist up. Is that it? No? I don't remember. Have you, you seen him? He's a monster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I slept in the same room as this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> So what we've got here are, this is from ancientorigins.net, and beware of supernatural bathroom spirits, toilet deities, and dung demons. So take it away, Chuck, because this has got lots of crazy moonspeak words that us white folk can't read. Hey, say something in moonspeak! <laughs> All right, so the first story is uh, Toire no Hanoko-san, a small girl haunting schools. Um, literally that first word toilet is just the way Japanese people say toilet. Nice. So it's just Hanako from the toilet. <laughs> Hanako of the toilet. In Japan, Hanako of the toilet the is a little girl dressed in a red skirt who has bob hair and inhabits the third stall on the third floor of elementary school toilets. Those who want to summon Hanako must knock three times on the stall door and ask whether or not she is in there. Hold on, hold on. Knock three times on the door to tell me that you want me. Hey, you're singing the wrong song, but keep going. Okay. I don't know if that'd work, but you can <laughs> Go ahead. Here's a large white man in an elementary school bathroom. <laughs> wow, isn't there rules against that? <laughs> Holy cow. They're too polite to tell him he's in the wrong one. The demon shows up and's like, sir, I don't think you belong here. <laughs> Finish generally, the story. Generally, Hanako is considered to be a harmless spirit, but there are some violent and frightening versions of the legend. In one interpretation, she can drag the individual into the toilet if the door is opened upon her response. She can apparently be stopped if the individual presents a perfect score on an exam. What? I'm screwed. Another frightening version of the legend speaks of a giant lizard with three heads using the voice of a little girl to attract its prey. I like that one. Mm. That's the David Icke version. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next story is called Kawawa. No Kami, a shit toilet god of protection. <clears throat> Japanese mythology also speaks about Kawawa no Kami, the toilet god who was born from the excrement of the goddess Izanami. Like, literally, born from a pile. Nice. Just, yeah, just like my early origins. I will never say I've walked out of the bathroom after I've just given birth in there. I'll never <laughs> use that statement ever again. 
<laughs> Unless a small Japanese god follows you out, <laughs> you can't. I'd be questioning that. <laughs> As early toilets were darker and more dangerous than present ones, Kawa no Kami was said to provide protection to those using them. In respect for the god, people would keep their toilets clean, decorated them as a shrine, and even dined there in order to symbolize oh. eating the food which the god had left. When people were not respectful enough of the toilet deity, their children were said to be born ugly and unhappy. That explains uh, me. <laughs> also, before using the toilet, people had to make their presence known by coughing, because Kawa no Kami was said to have the form of a blind man hiding at the bottom of the toilet, clutching a spear. Wait a minute, that's what? A peeper. <laughs> that's a fucking peeper! That's, that's not a demon! <laughs> Why does he have a spear? That's that's all kinds of wrong. We know you know someone who could use a spear right now, don't we? You look a little uh, you look a little clogged up there. I can help. <laughs> Maybe they should crowdsource it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, how many of these are you gonna do? Just keep going. One more. One more. The masked death demon Kashima Reiko. Another evil spirit from Japan who hides in restrooms is Kashima Reiko. Having turned into a malevolent ghost after suffering a tragic death, she hides in school and household bathrooms, searching for her legs. What? When she appears to ask where her legs are, the individual must answer on the Meishin Expressway. The spirit will then ask who gave the individual that information, and he or she must answer, Kashima Reiko told me. But she also has a trick question in store. When she asks what her name is, she must be told that her name is Mask Death Demon. Dun, dun, dun. Seems pretty straightforward, doesn't it? And I'm guessing from the picture, this was probably made into a movie. <laughs> Looks like Okay, it. so to go to the bathroom in Japan, you should not go on the third floor and in third stall. And if you do, you should have your report card with you. You should yeah, also be on the lookout for a blind man mm. with a spear. And in the toilet. Just to be very sure, you should have a little cheat sheet with you of what to call the ghost that does show up and tell her where her legs are located. It's Sergeant Dan. (laughs) (laughs) What's my name, Sergeant Dan? (laughs) I don't know where you lost your legs, Dan. Dan. Lieutenant Dan. So the lesson to learn here is that, yes, people, you are actually learning some Chinese, a Japanese folklore. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Japanese folklore from the show. Moving mm-hmm. on, let's move to some Canadian folklore, Lobo. Wait, 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 wait. You were you apologized to him for tripping up using the wrong ethnology, but you're always calling me a Spaniard? Well, <laughs> I've got an answer for that. I don't know. I, oh, there's nothing I can say to that without getting into trouble. I've also called you a racist because you didn't have a princess dress or something like that, too. So. <laughs> that makes me a racist? No, we already had this discussion. So. I don't. Okay. Dude, poo restaurant. Canada. Canada. Blame Canada. Oh, Canada. First poo-themed dessert cafe set to open in Canada. The restroom restaurant will be the first for a city that is renowned for its varied and international culinary scene. I should have had that- Jordan back on here again to read this. Oh, right? <laughs> in Toronto, a city crammed full of fine restaurants, famous chefs, and innovative dining ventures, it would be difficult for anyone to create a new fad. But one George Brown college graduate is hoping her poop cafe dessert bar will cause the next big stink. Wow. Opening uh, mid-August in Koreatown, this <laughs> cafe will offer an all-brown menu in the shape of human stools. What can Nothing. Brown do for you? 
Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to make poop cute, Miss Nguyen explained to the Toronto Star. She said her first she first discovered the concept when she was visiting her mother in Taiwan a few years ago. We checked out a toilet-themed restaurant, and I just loved it, she said. It's funny to put food and poop together. No, it Wait a minute. Not. <laughs> I, I wonder if this is the same restaurant that, that we brought up last year, the Asian one? No, that was in California. The guy that was the, uh, the, the Asian porn star and did the curry restaurant? Are you sure that, that was, was in, in California? Are you sure? Well, I thought it was in Japan. Yeah. No, it was in California. The guys from uh, Good Mythical Morning went there. They sit, You sit okay. on toilets, you order the food. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. We checked out. It stayed in my mind for a long time. As soon as I finished school, I said, okay, I'm going to bring the restaurant to Toronto. <laughs> the culinary management graduate said the menu will offer traditional Thai, Japanese, and Korean desserts like, what is that, patty bingsu? Oh, red bean with ice. Oh, that stuff's terrible. As well as chocolate ice cream. Canadians will be asked to vote on the names before the menu is finalized. Diners will sit on fake toilets and eat their food out of lavatory and urinal-shaped dishes. It's considered very disgusting, something you can't talk about when you're eating, she told the newspaper. I wonder similar why. Theme restaurants, <laughs> similar theme restaurants have already opened in Russia, South Korea, the Philippines, China, Japan, and Indonesia. The restaurant that inspired Miss Nguyen's is called Modern Toilet and was opened has has been open since 2014. It has shower heads on the wall, plunger-shaped lampshades, and a tiled floor. Diners can relax on their toilet-styled seats with poo-shaped cushions. So they all have poop emojis, apparently. Wow. Okay. Moving I'd along. I'd eat there. <laughs> I don't know if I could, man. I don't. I don't. I, you know, I don't know. If I were with you guys and we were out looking for something to do, I probably would because it would be great selfie material. You know. It would be awesome. Dude, I'd yeah, be stuffed in a gag of maggot on a gut truck. Yes, Pretty sure ice yes. cream is going to be okay. So let's move on to the fine sport of golf. And this one comes to us from, of all places, boingboing.net. And this is Golf Club Hunt's mystery man who keeps shitting in the holes. But I want you to go out and kill all the golfers. Sir, if I kill <laughs> all the golfers, then who's going to golf in the golf course? Uh, <clears throat> wow. Here we go. After a decade of finding holes brimming with human excrement, Stavanger <laughs> Golf Club in Norway has gone public with its quest to unmask the culprit. We shall find the poopatrator. The course enacted new security measures and installed floodlighting to no avail, according to the groundskeeper Kenneth Tenfjord. I said it correctly twice in a row. He believes the mystery dumper is likely male because the stools are massive. <laughs> it's a bear. <laughs> uh, Stavanger Golf Club, a waterside course in Harfsfjord. Did I say it? Harfsfjord? Hasfjord yep. first noted the problem in 2005. Well, gee, uh, take your time taking care of the problem. Oh, um, no. Tim says that the placement uh, placements favor particular holes occur late at night and up to several times a week, and that the person doing so leaves used toilet paper behind as well. Well, at least well, they're not a bear. clean. Um, I don't know. Have you seen those toilet paper commercials? Um, dude, Sherman's <laughs> not real, dude. That's just a commercial. Moving on. The early years were relatively... Oh, my God. The early years were relatively hard stools, but consistency has changed, Tinfjord told local reporters. It's got translate behind it, which I'm not Less sure. Less fiber. Uh, the, the culprit even climbed high up a tree, wriggled out a branch, and dismantled spotlights, Tenfjord added. How he managed this feat without fa falling is a riddle. So you've got a guy. This guy's been doing this since 2005. Dude, he's a ninja. 
Bullshit. Yeah. It's the groundskeeper. He's doing it. It's yeah, always totally. the groundskeeper. It's got to be the groundskeeper. Totally it's got to be the, the groundskeeper. Ground. Who else is going to be pissed at golfers? I don't know. Does he eat colon blow for breakfast? That's the other thing. Uh. <laughs> All right. So let's end out this section here with uh, we, we the whole Pokemon craze this year. For a while, you had nothing but articles that were pertaining to Pokemon when Pokemon hit. It was huge. So anything that had anything to do with Pokemon got posted on the Internet. Well, poop is no different. Uh, who was going to read this one? Was anybody going to read this one? Poopymon? Yeah. I like Pokemon. I play it every day. Good, then you can read this one. Shawnee, Shawnee Man, Man uses dog poop to stop Pokemon Go players from trespassing on his property. Shawnee, Kansas. Poop. Huh? At least it's dog poop. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, it's in Kansas, which means it's probably Jason who did it. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. put his name in now. For, for, just oh, yeah, okay, we'll just his name it. for the actual, yeah, Jason uh. Taylor. <laughs> the Pokemon Go craze has people out getting exercise and meeting new people as they crisscross the city looking for the animated Pokemon creatures. There are some people, however, who wish Pokemon Go would go away. What's his name? Jason Taylor? Jason Taylor. Jason yeah. His family live it in Shawnee. It could be Gayron Gura, but we're going to say Jason Taylor. Yep. <laughs> Jason Taylor and his family. Yes. <laughs> Shawneeites. And he says Pokemon app is making money on the invasion of his privacy. The creators of Pokemon Go have placed an invisible gym in his yard that can only be seen by people playing the game on their phone. Someone hates mm. him. They can change that if he complains. Yes. For a week, Gorib and his wife Taylor had no and his idea. wife. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, Taylor and his wife. Taylor and his wife <laughs> had no idea. Does he have a wife? Had yes. no idea why they're... There you go. The Taylor family. Mm -hmm. Why there was so much activity at their house. Freaked out about it. Taylor tried to get answers from someone who looked like he was stalking their home. He sped off and I followed him <laughs> to his house. Oh, wow, dude, this what? guy's up real. He pulled into his driveway and pulled into the garage and shut the garage door before I could even ask him what was going on, said Taylor. Because you freaked him to shit out. <laughs> exactly. He had some weird dude chasing after you. Uh, Taylor also described another incident that scared his family when they thought something illegal might be taking place in front of their home. Meanwhile, this guy's got fucking hacked up bodies in his backyard, and he's worried about Pokemon Go. My wife saw a vehicle out here with a sketchy-looking guy in it. No, that's a cellar dweller. That's not a sketchy-looking guy. And there was kids <laughs> it's a, a neckbeard. It's a neckbeard. Shaved mine regularly. That came up to his window to talk to him. They walked away, and he had his phone up and was playing the game, apparently. But she thought he might be taking pictures of the kids. I don't know. This is really strange stuff going on, so we just called police and let them talk to the guy, he explained. So they Parts weren't the even, that, those guys, that dude wasn't even on their property. He was no. just parked. Yeah. So th Parts this guy's a, a freak. I'm sorry, Jason, you're, you're a freak. Jason, <laughs> you're, you're a freak. We're going to get hate mail. <laughs> don't bother. Because we're reading the article wrong. <laughs> exactly. And father of, why not? We get yelled at for other stupid shit. <laughs> he supports the Pokemon Go, gets children out walking around, riding their bikes, and getting exercise. It is the adults that come around in the middle of the night walking around his house acting sketchy that has him frustrated. Uh, even 11 p.m. midnight, even in the early morning hours, Taylor says, trespassers cause his dogs to bark, waking up his family, including nine-month-old twins. Well, there's your problem. You guys are all sketchy because you don't get sleep because you got babies. <laughs> Taylor says he has tw uh, tried twice to contact Niantic Labs, created the games, 
to have them remove the gym from his yard. There's been no but, response. He's not trying hard enough. Okay, so well, here's where he goes. That's because they speak moon speak. That's very true. <laughs> this is where he goes full on fiber. Okay. There was no response. So Taylor has taken matters into his own hands. Instead of scooping the poop from his two big dogs into the garbage can, recently we've been moving the poop to the areas that are more high traffic to keep people from entering our yard so much, said Taylor. I don't know how effective that is, but it makes me feel better. So this freaking monkey boy is putting shit in his front yard so people won't walk around it. Why is he a monkey boy? Dude, he's using feces to deter things. Well, he's got people that are coming into his yard. He doesn't know what's going on. I can't Be a say man I blame and the guy. A gun. You think he's building a poop moat? I think <laughs> he is. He's got a poop sculpture that he prays to. A little poop moat all the way around the yard with little towers and spotlights. Okay, Ugh. now you're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> definitely too far. Is anybody else creeped out that there's a freaking living Koresh on the side of their screen over here? Or is it oh, just me? What? Instead of never mind. Instead of randomly placing characters all over the place, Taylor says the people in charge of Pokemon Go should be more mindful about choosing locations. No, technically somebody else did that for Ingress. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. There was a thirty-acre park right behind the house that would be much better place for the Pokemon gym to sit on his property. Yeah, but people would cut through his property to get to the park, and, and po- he'd he'd still be out there with throwing yes. poop at people. He's not trying hard enough. You can get you can get a gym closed or a, yeah. or a, a this e- easily. All you have to do is write to Niantic Lab and say this is a home, and they shut it right down. This might have been to, before uh, that went into effect too. But you have to say it in Moonspeak. How would you do that, Chuck? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, Round Eye. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to read one more. I'm going to read the uh, story about the whole Roomba thing. Uh, you guys, you guys know about the Roomba thing where uh, they the Roomba the dog crapped on the floor and then the Roomba ran over it and drug it all through the whole house. I know about it because I've lived it. Oh my god. Oh really? What is your story before I read times. this one? Just uh, we used to have the Roomba on automatic in the mornings, and just one morning I came out and there was this long brown streak that went across the room and kind of circled and came back and then hit a corner, went across the kitchen. Uh, it was, uh, okay. it was pretty gnarly. So you had Clean, cleaning the kitchen, uh, cleaning the carpet is one thing, but you have to take the Roomba apart pretty much. Oh, dude, that oh. thing goes into garbage at oh. that point. I, I took it apart the cl- oh. and just cleaned it. But because it was everywhere, it was all up in the wheels and the springs. It's just, oh man, that smell. It took a while for it to get out. All right, say so. This is theguardian.com. Roomba creator response reports of poopocalypse. We see this a lot. Robotic vacuum cleaner is said to run over animal feces and continue its cleaning cycle around the house, spraying the mess over every conceivable surface. Joss Newton, uh, Jess, Joss, is that Jesse? Jesse Newton, duh. Jesse Newton, moon speak, found out the hard way what happens when a robotic vacuum cleaner encounters a dog turd. It isn't pretty. Newton's Roomba is scheduled to clean the living room of his home in Little Rock, Arkansas, which I don't know why they had to put that in there, at 1.30 a.m. each day so that the family wakes up to a clean space. That all changed this month when his puppy, Evie, had an accident on the rug during the night, leading to what he described as a poopocalypse. That's what we're going to call the episode, 2016 Poopopolic. Moonspeak. As Newton explains... (laughs) 
Wow. As Newton explains in his graphic Facebook post, the Roomba ran over the dog feces and then continued his cleaning cycle around the house, spreading the mess over every conceivable surface and then resulting in a home that closely resembles a Jackson Pollock poop painting. It that doesn't be, look like a Jackson Pollock. That looks like an elder sign. It looks over like over and over and over. It looks like a crop circle. Uh, yeah, that that's pretty consistent with the Roomba pattern. It will be <laughs> on your floorboards. It will be in your furniture legs. It will be in your carpets. It will be in your rugs. They're hiding. <laughs> God, I'll I be in your kids. <laughs> in your kids. It in will, your wife. It will be in your kids' toy box. <laughs> Uh, if it's near the floor, it will have poop on it. These Those awesome wheels, which have checkered surface for better traction, left 25-foot poop trails all over the house, he said. Newton yeah, it's has... really good at efficiently spreading that out. It is. It, it can... I, I, I use it now to spread mail on my bread for sandwiches. That's how good After it is. This, yeah, as I say, this is the same one that had poop in it? Oh, I washed it. <laughs> Nope. Sorry. Not unless you washed it with fire. <laughs> I've washed it after each time it's happened. It's it's happened a couple. This has times. happened a couple of times, and you're still using it to spread junk all over your bread. I washed it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I washed it. Oh, I god. washed it. Oh my god. What? It, it turns out that this isn't an isolated incident. It's happened to neuroscientist Becca. She didn't want her full name published between five to ten times over the past two years. Then it's your five fault. Five to ten times. You At know that what? point, no. it's your you fault. You need a snake. <laughs> yeah. a snake or fish. You know what? The, the, that poop is good enough for the dogs to eat. Why, why can't Why can I? She and her husband they, bought they the Roomba to tackle the hair shed by their four cats, Aretha, Bert, Aretha, right, Bert, Mary, and Pippin. It does oh, an amazing job, she said. That shit. Uh, that is until a stray's a stray cat's turd. Sometimes this happens when one of the cats simply misses the litter box, while at other times it's down to the cat having a little dangling one that falls off somewhere in the in the apartment. It's awful. The poop gets stuck in these tiny treads and the, the wheels gets sucked inside on all the brushes. Becca explained, "That's on top of the poop smeared all over the house. Most of the time, the mess <laughs> is concentrated in a small area. Something that Becca credits to a furniture to a." Feature that leads the Roomba to go over an area repeatedly if it thinks it has detected a particularly dirty <laughs> spot. Oh, I don't understand. It keeps it's like all shitty here. What's going on? <laughs> a couple. See, of now, weeks... why don't they just use the scuba instead of the Roomba? At least they can use the water to try and clean some of it up. A couple of weeks ago, we had a big asterisk in the floor because the Roomba was going in zigzags trying to get the spot. She said, uh, "Oh, shitty." Los Angeles marine biologist Jonathan Williams endured a similar trauma. It's happened three times in the past few months, ever since his family moved to a house with their pug, Alice. The first time it happened, he came back from work to find tread marks of cake and poop and poop all over the house. <laughs> the next two times were much worse. It's almost like Alice the pug deliberately left it in front, in front of the path of the... Uh, uh, ah, left it in the path at the start of the cycle, which I could totally see that happening. Uh, yeah. The last time it happened, Alice had been out in the morning and evacuated her <laughs> evacuated her bowels, lulling yeah. Williams and his wife into a false sense of security. We thought it was safe and we could run it, but it seems like she was storing some of it for us. That's what happened to me. Quite I honestly, the, the walk and I thought it was all done and came back and you know I'm taking a shower. Roomba's doing its thing. I come downstairs. I'm like. Oh. Your dog's probably terrified of it or angry with it, and that's what it's doing. Like, that's, you know, it's probably trying to mark. <laughs> it sees it as another pet or something, and it's trying to mark its territory. Uh, they don't mark it with poop? Well, no. <laughs> dude, what kind of animals do you have, bro? 
I've got two daughters. <laughs> Quite honestly, we see this okay, a lot. Well, there what you go. Your daughters often shit on things to mark their territory. <laughs> Quite honestly, we oh, yes, they do. Quite honestly, even with. Honestly, well, we see this he a lot. Was ex- Lobo, he was expecting you to come over and shit in his house, too. So <laughs> We generally tell people to try not to schedule your vacuum. If you know you have dogs that may uh, create such a mess, with, with animals, anything can happen. Are there any plans for introducing any poop detection technology to the product? Our engineers are always trying to figure out ways to help people with their problems, and we've known this as an issue people deal with. He suggested that it might be possible to introduce a specific sensor or feces-specific image recognition. <laughs> what? Smell around it. I can't say we've to... had this, the solution yet, but it's certainly something our engineers are aware of. <laughs> You're going to have to give this thing eyes just so it can look for poop. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Here's an idea. No. It is gnarly when it happens. It takes a while to take the room bill apart and uh, to clean no, it out. No, no, dude. You just fucking light that on fire. <laughs> it's expensive. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> it does, though. I That's do. the problem. <laughs> no, man. All right, dude. I'll fucking take one for the team so I don't got to worry about that thing fucking ruining my life again you've had children how can you be afraid of poop dude i'm not afraid of it my kids don't <laughs> spread that shit around you haven't you ever had to like do the poop catch with your kids no you never had to do that when they were babies oh, i had no, to do that never my kid when she learned to walk she'd run around naked and i literally had to like make a diving catch for the turd that was falling out of her ass nope never <laughs> I do that I've now. I've never had to do that. I've had other problems, <laughs> but I never had to do that. I'm immune to poop at this point. I don't care. I don't. It doesn't. It's the fact that that machine is just. No. It's, it's finger painting. <laughs> Who washes out? It's finger it painting. It does, but dude, it's machinery. It's water soluble. It's cool. It is. Yeah, you got to point. All right. All the, all the parts that, the, uh, it, that it cakes in on the Roomba are made to be removed and cleaned anyway. So, uh, so it's not know, like it, getting up inside. It's flying. Up yeah, inside the housing where you can't get it out, and it's yeah, just it's this not mess that's constantly right, moving. Yeah. No, no, yeah, you, you, you have to take that shit apart all the way, but yeah, you can do it. All right. Literally. <laughs> You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. All right, <clears throat> man drops mobile in outhouse, so friend goes in after it, only to become trapped in feces. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at his like fairy. Is that like fairy feces? Like fairy crap? Feces. 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 <laughs> Cato Brinson Larson had to be rescued by firemen using a chainsaw after he was unable to get out. And there's an actual picture to this article of just hands sticking out of a plastic toilet. That's awesome. Like a composter pot. Yeah, I think so. Um, a man became stuck in a public toilet and had to be rescued by firemen after he climbed in the tank to reach his friend's mobile phone. Cato Bernson Larson, 20, was able to climb through the toilet seat opening to recover the phone. Holy crap, he must be thin. Mm. It was lying at the bottom of the outhouse on top of the shit pile. He was unable to climb back out again and needed the help of emergency services. Oh, God. Nope. Firemen in Norway came to his rescue as he reported feeling animals crawling on his body with feces. They're, they're keeping that spelling. 
with feces up to his thighs and began feeling sick. Oh, my God. First, we tried to get the phone with a stick, but that didn't work, he told local reporters. So I, <laughs> so I jumped in. Here, hold my beer. <laughs> I was down there an hour. I was nope. panicky. There were animals crawling on my body. Cato desperately tried to pull himself out of the toilet, which is emptied once a year. Oh, my God. Oh, once began, a year? As he began being sick. So he started throwing up into the shit. <laughs> that, oh, that, had, that had to help. I was obviously slim enough to get into it, but not slim enough to get out. Kata oh. told Dramon's Tinde. Tinde. I was down there. Time's for, coming. <laughs> I was down there for one hour, and it was very unpleasant. Thankfully, the fire brigade in the small town of Dramon, just outside Oslo, came to the rescue and used a chainsaw to get him out of the tank. Fire Brigade spokesman Tina Brock said a four-man crew was sent to the scene and sat around laughing and laughing. <sighs> it was a fairly easy task, but the loo was pretty full. It seems Kato has learned his lesson, though. He says he will never attempt to climb into a toilet again because that's something that needs to be learned. Oh, today's word <laughs> is hepatitis. Oh, my God. Yeah, you think? Oh. He's got all the diseases now. <laughs> wow, oh, maybe it's like God. Mr. Burns. None of it will hurt him because they're all trying to get in all at once. That's his only hope. He has got space AIDS at this point. Space <laughs> AIDS. AIDS. All wow. right. I'm going to move on to my article, which you two insisted that I read or not yep. be able to read because this is out of the Tribune, uh, TribuneIndia.com. This and is all I believe in you, bro. So many words in here that I, I, I am not even going to be able to pronounce. So I believe in you. So <laughs> you're foolish. So we've got you listeners in Oslo. Me. I know we have listeners in India, <laughs> and I know she's going to be laughing her ass off when she hears me do this. <laughs> you can do it. So, oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, I hate you too. I really want you to know that. I really do. And those listeners are gone now. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you, you, you know who Everyone, she is. <laughs> everyone's getting popcorn right now. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> no. Come no, on. It's, it's, it's with the. Let's it, do it's it. It's Ishrat. So Ishrat, I, I, I apologize. <laughs> Stop stalling. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Come on, goldfish. Move. Officials plead with local deity to allow construction of toilets. And the local administration has begun to persuade villagers not to stall or break toilets construction under the Swatch Baharat mission. Swajal, a government organization, it's just organization is spelt improperly, by the way, is building toilets in around eight villages in Katadar, Jabia, Nyan, Panchat, in Uttarkashki district. Yeah, that was not bad. Yes, well, it was. Butcher that at all? Yes, I did. I think, I think that's the Eng English, like you know, Eng UK spelling of organization. Definitely not Moonspeak. Mm, sure, the not Moonspeak. The villagers, following a superstition that the local deity is angry with building toilets on the villages, had refused to cooperate with Swahil. Swahil. I think it's Swahil. I believe J is pronounced with an H. Swahil. Uh, this has forced the administration to call a Maha Panchat to explain the importance of toilets to villagers. <laughs> it's where you shit. The Maha Panchat was held at a Kari village where residents from Kyari Dashgai Tarakat, Ramali, Badala, Suri, 
Mathali and Jibya villages, along with local administration offices, had gathered to appease the local deity. They sought his permission I've... to allow building toilets in the villages. Shut the hell up or I'm going to tremble all over the place. IAS officers trainee what? MK Kindawal, I hate you guys, acting as a representative of the Uturkashi Adam PR Panda Swaji project in charge of RK Jakhalama. God, I hate you guys. Love and life right about now. I've got the weirdest boner right now. Poonam Royal. Okay, that's not awkward at all. Environmental expert LS Shund. I can't even. This, it's just a whole list of names that I can't pronounce. Uh, Do it. Pleaded to that the local guy in that place doing that those things. Me, monkey. Pleaded to the local Dance deity monkey. to permit them to complete the national level project to building toilets and villages. The local deity active in the priest body expressed dissatisfaction, saying sewage tanks built for toilets were violating the environment all along the path leading to the village temple. Earlier, people okay. used to go out in the fields, but now toilets were being made right at, on the temple path, resulting in unhygienic conditions and making it difficult to live in the village so putting toilets up is unhygienic the administration officials Welcome along with backwards land along with the villagers pleaded to the deity to allow the construction of toilets as an important as it was important for the better health of the villagers the local deity finally agreed after villagers and officials pledged that they would not build toilets in a 15 meter area around the temple and villages because the local deity said hey this is what's up you got to do what i'm telling you to do etc and so on uh niven sang a villager said that the priest possessed by the local deity acceded to the pleas of the administration officials and expressed consent by holding the right hand of the is officer trainee bringing relief to the villagers and the local administration here so the deity possessed the guy and he agreed to it by lifting up somebody else's hand um sure uh, Shahid Saeed Naib Tom God Punam Royal. That's that's the guy's name. That's like that's not a name. That's a goddamn sentence. Dude, that I how can't do pronounce. you know? That's like Sam Smith here. So just keep moving. Sure, Punam Royal you're, said you're, the Maha Pension. Seriously disrespecting other cultures at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I admit that. I admit out, that. Sir. I admit that. I pissed a lot of people off before we did this show. I'm pissing people <laughs> off while I do the show. Uh, went on to the local DET was convinced that the project was for the betterment of the people and a matter was resolved amicably. Uh, the villagers believed that their cows were giving less milk and children were suffering from various ailments due to the curse of the deity, but now they could leave, live peacefully. I have to correct you on one thing. No, you're yeah. not correcting me on anything at all. I am. No. I, no. I am. No. Uh, the, the sewage tanks built for the toilets were not violating the environment. They were vitiating the environment. Great. Awesome. Can we move on now? Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> let's have Bobo Vitiate here read the next article. Vitiate. It's <laughs> a good word, bro. You okay. should put that yes. one in. Oh, okay, I'm writing it down. In your hat. I'm writing Vitiate. it down right now. Yeah. Spoiler in pair. Throwing yeah. it away. Throwing, throwing <laughs> it down. I'm going to light it on fire and forget this ever happened. It. Hold on. How is that spelled? Vish... V i t i a t e. A t. It's spelled e. f u c. Look! Look at the article. <laughs> it actually sounds like fire. Now you gotta give it to Bilbo so he can take it to Mount Doom yes. and I will and... bring it to Sauron. <laughs> Bobo, read the next article. <laughs> Fuck off, goldfish. <laughs> this Mumbai goon used his own poop to keep cops from. 
laying their hands on him Ugh. in a bizarre incident in Mumbai, a man who was on the verge of being arrested by police used his own excreta to ward them off. According to a report in midday, Vijay Sawane Wei Wawa, a serial offender, say I said it wrong, was about to be arrested. No, I think that's correct. I'm pretty sure that was right. For, was about to be arrested for allegedly beating up an auto rickshaw driver. What's that? I have no idea. That's the guy that pulls the cart around. No, that's just a work? rickshaw, not an auto a, rickshaw. It's auto rickshaw. Is it pulled by a, a car? Maybe no, it's pulled like by a, a motorcycle? Pulled by a scooter? Kittens. <laughs> On their Roombas. It's, it's a, a robot? Poos. Is it a robot? It's a robo-scoot. But before they could come near him, he deliberately defecated in his pants and then threatened to throw the contents at the cops if they tried coming oh. near him. Okay, go ahead. I know what it is. I'll explain it in a second. He even, he even smeared the excreta <laughs> oh all over God. his body in hope that this act would ward off the policeman. The befuddled policeman finally managed to arrest Sun Wayne after two, ou- two hours. Cuban excreta was earlier been used in Mumbai to throw the local trains in disarray. Goons would smear seats, doors, and handles of the local train with excreta to make passengers hesitate to get in and thus delay the trains. All right, an auto rickshaw is one of those three-wheeled golf carts with a little roof oh, over nice. top of it. You know, it's got the one wheel okay. on the front and the two wheels in the back, and it's got like a little yeah. backseat or something like that. Yeah, that's an auto Shouldn't rickshaw. Should it be called a trike? No, no. This is this is um, this is a uh, clearly it's an auto rickshaw. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's that's not what this is. So, um. Chuck, since you're the motorcycle guy, take us to WNBC15.com. Okay. We got a short one here. Police. Chicken excrement causes two motorcycle crashes in Portage. Portage, Wisconsin. Police oh, said, that's very good, don't you know? <laughs> police said chicken excrement caused two motorcycle crashes Tuesday. According to the Portage Police Department. Wow. Yeah, I fucked that up. A liquid... Liquid waste recycling truck stopped abruptly in traffic on U.S. Highway 51 due to construction. Police said the vehicle started leaking chicken excrement after it left a chicken processing plant that was nearby. Minor injuries were reported. Roads are now open. The excrement has all been cleaned up. So not a lot of detail about the crashes themselves. I wonder they they hit the, the big patch of chicken shit and just lost traction and slid. Sure, that's exactly how it went down. That would yeah. suck so bad. You think that, of all the ways to bite it to go off of your motorcycle to do it yeah, through right. chicken excrement? You know, how'd you lose your arm? Well, <laughs> and you know, if they're geared up and stuff, that's just gonna get smeared right into your your gear. Oh. It's just uh, that's that's not gonna be good. That tells me these people weren't geared up. If you're wearing like a wax cotton shirt or a jacket or something like that, do you think you'd still have issues like that? No. Yeah. Wait, what? Like a if you were wearing like a wax cotton jacket or something like that, and and had a beard. Yeah. And and was kind of smug about everything. Yeah, a little. Well, not not really. But I'm just wondering. Little, you little, know, little smug. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think little he would... smug. What is that? His rapper name? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what up, little smug? Little smug. Oh, okay, Same I'm gonna go on to the next one show. here. Um, there is, there was a rash, Hi, Todd. there was a rash, if you will, this year. He doesn't listen to us. 
of people walking into stores and just crapping on the counters. Uh, so here are two of those stories. I'm going to read one, and I think Bobo's going to read the second one. Bobo? Lobo. Bilbo. Um, this is Bilbo. from the informer. Bilbo. The informer.work forward slash a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to read. Woman was refused to use toilet and her reaction was extremely shocking. Now, on this particular oh. website, there is a picture of a woman sitting on the counter with her pants pulled down, squatting, doing what she's got to do. A further picture is of her in the same position, drinking a coffee. There was video, but the video was removed. Here is the story. A woman was out and about one late evening, drunk, suddenly had a strong urge to urinate because she was drunk. Unfortunately, there was no public toilet opened at this late of an hour. The desperate woman saw a convenience store still open and quickly went in where she begged the staff to let her use the toilet. Unfortunately, due to the store's policy, the members in the public are not allowed to use its toilet. So the staff refused her request and explained the reason. Out of the blue, the woman quickly lost her temper, went berserk. She climbed up onto the counter and began squatting down where she started screaming, I want to pee. The clearly shocked staff begged the woman to go down and told her not to do anything stupid. The staff even told the woman that if she could, she could use the store's toilet if she got down. Despite repeated attempts from the staff, the woman refused to get down from the counter and it only made her behavior worse. How do you get worse than that? <laughs> the woman pulled her the woman pulled her pants and placed a paper cup underneath her as she started to <laughs> urinate. Right, well, at least she had the foresight. Oh my god. Unfortunately, the madness did not stop there. I could be oh wrong. She might God. not be drinking coffee. She later put the cup oh. to her mouth and drank its contents while the store staff called the police for assistance. The Girl, bizarre incident... Cup. Uh, the, bizarre, the bizarre incident was captured on the store security camera and reportedly happened at a family mart, a popular Japanese-style corner shop in... Uh, sure. Kunshing? Kaohsiung? Kaohsiung? Yeah, Kaohsiung City in, in, in South Taiwan. I knew if I didn't Ooh. say it long enough that your Asian-ness would kick in and force you to say it. The footage oh, wow. was somehow leaked to the internet and went viral on social media platforms, and the video has since been deleted, according to the police report. But there's some pictures here. Yeah, there are. are some pictures here. I wish I could post links to the site. According to the police report, a woman was found to be suffering from a mental disorder and is unlikely oh. to be charged. You I'm going to figure out a way... To put this link on our site, just do it, just so people, if they want to see this picture alone, they, they can put it uh, on the Facebook. Mm. No, no. So, um, Lobo, uh, why don't you read the very short one of Kroger? <laughs> Hi, man. She is drinking that cup. <laughs> Two men enter, one man leaves. Hyde Park, Ohio. The Cincinnati man was arrested Sunday after he stripped naked and defecated on the youth scanning at Kroger. <laughs> According, <laughs> according to court documents, Colin Murphy, should be colon, 23, entered the Hyde Park Kroger and exposed his private parts in front of an employee before defecating on store property. Officials said Murphy smelled of alcohol and had a staggered walk. He's charged with disorderly conduct and public indecency. And he looks like cracked out Ned Flanders. <laughs> he looks like one of the guys from South Park. What's yeah, he looks like Stan's dad. Is it Trey? There's Trey Parker and what's the other guy? Jesus the, Christ. The, the Matt skinnier Stone? of the... Uh, Matt no, Matt Stone's Stone? a big guy. Yeah, this one, This guy looks Senator. like Trey Parker. Bitch. This guy... <laughs> <laughs> What was the episode they were trying to find the brown note? Cartman found the, br the brown note and when you played it, it made everybody crap their pants? Oh, Anybody guys remember that one? It was one of the classic yeah, I episodes. I do remember it, but 
very dimly. Very dimly. <laughs> very dimly. It's a vague memory. Through a mirror shitly. I'll see if I can find it and throw it into the show. You guys, we found it. We found it, you guys. Calm down, Cartman. You found what? The brown noise. Kenny and me found the brown noise. Here, look, look, look. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Ready, Kenny? Woo! No way. I don't believe it. I'm seriously, you guys. Come on, watch. Okay. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, I cracked my pants. I'm going to take us to Socrates, New York, which is news10.com. And this is a 75-year-old Socrates woman throws dog poop at neighbor's face. Before we jump into these, let's explain this. There was yet another rash of instances throughout this year of people throwing fecal matter at one another. Because if it's, it's good enough poop. for monkeys, it's good enough for humans. Well, we are so, primates. Here we go. Uh, the next few stories are all about people throwing excrement or one time. The sad thing here is, here we go. As I had to edit ape. this list down, a lot of this stuff I've had to edit down because there's so much of this stuff. Why do you sound like a chipmunk? Why do I sound like a chipmunk? What do you mean? Slow down, Ro. Okay, I'm drinking coffee. So, oh boy. Well, we've been recording for hours now, so <laughs> it has been a couple hours. Okay, Socrates, New York, News 10. Police say a 75-year-old woman was being charged for allegedly throwing dog poop, dog poop at a neighbor. According to officials, 75-year-old Jill Moy of Socrates was walking her dog on Jane Street when her pup urinated on another person's property. The property owner saw it happen and asked Moy if she would please not let her dog do that anymore on his property. Moy became upset with the man and left the area. Then it got worse. As the day went on, Moy ended up coming back to the property with some poop. Police say she had dog feces in a bag and threw it at the man while he was sitting on his car. She hit the man straight in the face. Uh, Moy was <laughs> located by officers and taken into custody and charged with a violation of harassment in the second degree. She is scheduled to appear before the village of Socrates Court to answer to her charges. So that was a drive-by pooping, I guess. Yeah, but it was in the bag, so the guy's a bitch. Dude, come on. Plastic bag in the face. Come on. If you're outside and a lady comes by and throws shit at you, you're just going to be like, okay, I'll blow it off. Plastic bag. I can see if she opened it up. She didn't even commit. She didn't commit to it. Dude. (laughs) Weak sauce. I'm going to go next door and get my neighbor's hoverboard and go. I'm going to ride it all the way out to Connecticut and I'm going to throw a bag full of shit at your face and we'll see how you deal with it. Well, I know how I'll deal with it. You'll have some new holes in you. Oh, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's just got, it's just in a bag, dude. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but you flew out here. That takes No, I didn't. I said I was going to take my buddy's hoverboard and drive Wait, it out you're there. you're going to roll out here? The details I'll are not important. Month. What's important here is you getting hit in the face with a bag of poop. Bag of poop. That, uh, where are you going to pick up the poop? Because that, that's not going to last the whole trip. I'll do it right before I get there. That, that's so the, you're the devil's in the details. you out of my own yard. You, I could no, do that. I think that. he's going to dump it into a bag. I think he's going to... I will. He's going to take own. a dump in a bag? I will take yeah, my buddy's hoverboard and I will drive it out there, provided the drive <laughs> system doesn't die on me halfway. Row size shit. Anyways. No, that's frightening. <laughs> All right. Like Sasquatch. I want to see Row on a hoverboard. Why don't you uh, take us out to Denver, CBS Denver, and talk to us what's going out there? <laughs> okay. Denver Detention Center inmate, mad about not getting a cookie and throwing feces on deputies, has been found guilty of second-degree assault. According to Lynn Kimbrough with the Denver District Attorney's Office, and the page just jumped. <laughs> and it did it again. <laughs> Fuck me. Just start over again. I'll, I'm, I'm going to. 
hoverboard boy. <laughs> Hello uh, in the future, Ro. Ah, a Denver detention center inmate mad about not getting a cookie and throwing feces on deputies has been found guilty of second-degree assault. According to Lynn Kimbrough of the Denver District Attorney's Office, Calvin Johnson, 45, was convicted of two counts of second-degree assault after being accused of throwing feces and urine at Denver sheriff deputies on two separate occasions. So this freaking monkey did it twice? <sighs> One incident occurred on January 8th. Johnson created a mixture of feces, water, and or urine <laughs> and or in his jail cell, which he referred to as a shit bomb. <laughs> he then lured a deputy sheriff to his cell and struck him on the front side of his upper body with the material, Kimbrough said in a statement. Another incident occurred on January 8th. So two days later, instead of breaking his fucker's fingers, they just said, oh, sure, fling some more. Because <laughs> it works that way. God damn it. Johnson stuck a different deputy sheriff with a, with a similar mixture. Testimony showed Johnson intended to provoke the deputies to a physical fight because his demands about his meal schedule, including the addition of a cookie, were not being met. <laughs> Dude, you're a criminal. Shut up. Johnson was convicted on one count of first degree murder. He's a murderer. I'll give him a shit sandwich and tell him to shut up. He'd throw it at you. He'd throw it at the you. It's demonstrated. Yep. The body of Teodoro Leon, 50, was found in an alley near 10th Avenue and Acoma Street in the morning hours of January 1st. He had been stabbed to death. He faces life imprisonment without parole with, with when he is sentenced on July 22nd. Well, so what has he got to lose? Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. But he didn't exactly. get his cookie. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> oh, what a little bastard. Let's go to chinchillanews.com, which is an Australian website. Oh. How a violent bootchucker turned Buddhist. One of Queensland's most violent prisoners who threw urine and feces at correction officers says Buddhism has saved him. Okay. Stephen J. Breen was sentenced to three years for his most recent act, believed to be number 18 in a list of violent crimes that includes attempted murders of two fellow prisoners at the Maryborough Correctional Center in 2009 and 2011. His attack on August 29, 2015 was one of 73 assaults by oh. prisoners on correctional officers from January to June that year, three of which were held as serious. Definitely not getting paid enough. There were 133 assaults logged in the same period of this year, but none of them required medical treatment or overnight hospitalization. Good job. Green, who carries the infectious hepatitis C oh, disease, no. told Brisbane District Court on Friday he threw the concoction of bodily fluids in response to the inhumanity of his prison treatment. You're in prison. Shut up. The officers Breen hit were clothed in protection gear because of the prisoner's history. Oh, jeez. Breen, currently in maximum security at the Woodford, Woodford Correctional Center near the Sunshine Coast, said for the past six years, he had only been allowed of his cell for two hours a day. Good. He said this caused him health issues. I've been diagnosed as a psychopath, he you told think? the court. <laughs> wow. A diagnosis he had never had before, his solitary confinement of recent years. Rubbish. I'm unable to talk to anybody. Because you're a freak. I I'm not able to directly associate with other prisoners. Weirdo. Green conceded over the years in jail, he has caused a lot of unnecessary and unprovoked harm, but he said the way he was held did not allow for an inmate to navigate one's own emotions. Oh, grow up. 
Breen said he had to deal with a fierce smell of urine and feces in the maximum security unit because of another inmate throwing feces around for two to three months every day. Chim. With two life sentences and a parole date not until 2036, Breen said there was no reason for him to behave, with even farm privileges stripped from him as a prospect. Well, no, no one wants a monkey on their farm. He said they want someone to act humanely in an inhumane situation. Oh, brother. Breen, 34, who represented himself in court video, video link, so he couldn't throw shit on anyone, <laughs> said he had had not one incident in the past six months because he had started practicing Buddhism. He said he had been following it seriously for the last eight months and had been receiving teachings from reputed practitioners. Judge Michael Shanahan said he would take into account how restricted the conditions of the prison are for Breen. It may be that you have no hope of achieving parole, he said. <laughs> may you wow. rot in jail. He said, <laughs> however, the position Breen now found himself in was of his own making, dumbass, and his actions required consequences. Judge Shanahan <laughs> extended Breen's parole eligibility to July 2036. He said, given Breen's circumstances, fuck you. He <laughs> <laughs> could not wish him all the best. But I have you but some I, hope, sir. I hope you have some hope, sir. <laughs> oh, I hope you have some hope, sir. Yes. Oh, all right, Lobo, take us back to Canada. CBC.ca. Police called after Brockville, Ontario neighbors fling dog feces at each other. It's a real shit show. A dispute between neighbors in Brockville, Ontario, turned stinky last week when two women began hurling dog feces at each other, police said. On August I can just 11th, about, this. Like, well, you know, it's down by Tim Horton. On August 11th, at around 6.45 p.m., officers with the Brockville Police Service were called to a pair of homes in the east-central part of the city. One of the women was picking up dog feces from her yard and throwing it into her neighbor's yard, as she believed it was her neighbor's pet who was responsible for the mess, police said. <laughs> How'd she know it didn't smell like her dog's dog food? The neighbor responded by picking up the flung feces and throwing handfuls back at the first woman, police said. The dispute then turned physical, said police, as the two neighbors grabbed hold of each other and rolled around naked in the front yard. Party on! The officers on, does not know, say that. <laughs> I don't know what you're reading. The yeah, I'm pretty sure that said party on. Yeah, I'm, I agree with uh, I agree with Bolo. <laughs> Bolo, I'm a thing you chuck at people to trip them. Man, my name has evolved horribly. The officers on scene urged the two neighbors to keep their distance. No charges were laid. See, that's Canada now. You two behave. <laughs> All right, Solo, I'm going to read the next one. This is from Vice.com. Uh, a circus worker. No, wait, this one's mine. Oh, yeah, go this ahead. Yep, that's right. This one is yours. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Fine. Yeah. All right. Excuse me, Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> a circus worker in Sweden was filmed throwing poo at animal, erect, animal rights activists. Did you say animal erect? <laughs> animal erections. Wow. <laughs> throwing poo at animal erections. This sounds like a better story. Okay, from Vice.com. I don't know what you're reading. The circus is one of those ancient entertainment entities that seem to magically survive in the internet era for now. Parents still take their kids to the circus, and innovative shows like Cirque du Soleil, Nitro Circus, and their Circus Circor have brought the concept of the circus to this century and passed the exploitation of animals. But not all circuses have stopped using animals in their performances. 
In Sweden, using animals for entertainment purposes is legal, and not everyone is happy about it. In fact, some people are actively trying to change that. Young animal rights activists are mobilizing, mapping out tour schedules of circuses in order to protest them. I hope they bought tickets. Here's my participatory trophies. They made it their mission to inform the public about what they feel is animal abuse. Their protests tend to be pretty calm. Activists stand outside the circus tent, hold up signs, and hand out flyers to visitors about animal rights. Wow, they're real proactive, aren't they? Shut up, Some visitors... Some visitors stopped What's to talk. Dickweed. <laughs> How do you get dickweed out of out of? Out it doesn't of matter at this point. We're completely off the rails. <laughs> what am I supposed to call it? Trojan? Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Some Carry visitors on. stopped to talk to the protesters. Others just walked past by. It's a low-key affair and pretty calm until recently. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this week, a video emerged of a circus walk worker throwing animal poo at protesters. The circus worker can be seen shouting, Come on, this is animal shit. You like it. While he's collecting and throwing poo from the wheelbarrow. He then walks up to the demonstrators while holding a shovel of shit on it and asks them to check it out. One young protester pushes the shovel away, and though there is no real physical altercation, there is a clear confrontation between the circus worker and the activists. (laughs) Joaquin Bergros uploaded the video to YouTube. At first, we were standing right by the fence when he started hurling shit towards us, Joaquin tells me over the phone. We were just standing there when he came up to say stuff like, so you like animals? That's when he started throwing the shit. We were forced to move away from the fence, and my friend Magnus started filming the whole thing with his balls. (laughs) When I asked Joaquin if they had ever witnessed anything like this before, he talked about that one night in college when everyone was really drunk. What? No. He said that it was the first time. He experienced someone throwing shit at them that they hadn't paid for. See? Perfectly but makes sense. Other, workers at other circuses have acted out before. Circus workers from other circuses have thrown water on us before and acted in a threatening way. When I asked Joaquin if the poof incident had made him reconsider his protest, he is adamant. No. We will not stop demonstrating until they keep the until they stop keeping animals in their circus. We will stand there until they stop using animals. What they're doing to the animals is morally indefensible. Animals are not ours to keep for entertainment. At what point did Read this guy Bible. turn into Michael Jackson? And then he, uh, <laughs> and then Joaquin took a moment to eat a burger. Wow. Well, Lars Ak Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Sure. is the owner of the circus and employs the feces flinger. When asked how he feels about the incident that was captured on film, he told us he couldn't comment on it since he hadn't been there. But he has watched YouTube several times. But he had other things to say about the protesters outside his circus. Fuck them. And he was rubbing furiously in the corner while he was answering the question. All our vehicles and animal transports have been inspected. We take all of our animals to veterinary checkups. We've done everything we can, and we care a lot about our animals. We would never hurt them. They, the protesters, have been here several times, but I can't say anything about this specific incident because I wasn't there at the time. I just know that it happened, and it is hilarious. I'm fully aware that everyone in Sweden has the right to protest, and I obviously respect that. I do feel like they don't have to stand right at our entrance because they're a bunch of dickbags. They can at least stand 100 meters away or buy some fucking tickets. Damn right. There should, there should be a mutual respect for each other. I respect them and wish they would fuck off. Take your guns and your free health care and shut up. The origins <sighs> of the poo remain unknown. It was tiger poo. Okay. Tiger blood. It was his poo. I will. It was that. 
close out the last story of the show with no pooping on the dance floor. This is from the www.aspentimes.com, uh, and it has the name Poopsie Bellows in it. So we'll go from I'm there. I'm going to do everything I can to derail you. No, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> You don't. You don't need to. The story doesn't need derailment. It's that. It's that, that bad. Poopsie Bellow patrons clear Aspen nightclub after dancer lets loose. An Aspen nightclub found itself in a sticky situ- stinky situation early on Sunday morning. Dozens of patrons fled Bootsy Bellows after a Halloween party rug cutter defecated on the dance floor, prompting club owner Andrew Sandler to declare on Facebook, "I have a message for the Phantom Crapper. Have you no shame, <laughs> sir, madam?" Uh, Sandler was actually flying over the Pacific, Pacific Ocean en route to Thailand when mm-hmm. he was bombarded with electronic messages giving him the scoop. My app, my iPad starts blowing up, Sandler said Money. I'm getting these text messages, and one of my gal pals says someone's shit on the dance floor, and everyone fled. Sandler, Sandler and his associates did not know who the culprit was on Monday. Bootsy Bellows employees said approximately 75 patrons were at the club when the bowel movement occurred at approximately 12.45 a.m. They have it down to the minute. Sounds um, like a party that went wrong and no one wants to fess up. They did not contact the Aps, uh, Aspen Police Department, and they de- declined to go into peculiars about the incident with the Aspen Times. How can you go into particulars about the incident? Somebody crapped on the dance floor. What are you going to yeah. do, get DNA samples? They're uh, not. Was there, telling the whole story. Was there corn? Sandler yeah. and cherries and nuts. Sam, Sandler, Peanuts. however, seized the opportunity to share that he, what he knew. What can you do, he said. That's why I put up a Facebook post because I le- like to poke fun at things. The club's manager, Andy Papini, didn't appear to, to sense much humor in the episode. Maybe it's because <laughs> according to what he said on Sandler's Facebook thread, I literally had to pick up a poo with my hands and a bleach and bleach the shit out of the uh, dance floor. Suck it up, buttercup. And, <laughs> again, would you want to do this? No. I've had to clean it up before. I've had to catch shit with my hands. They should have just thrown a Roomba out there and let it take care Roomba! of Roomba! <laughs> Everybody dance Roomba. Another person who was at Bootsy Bellows. <laughs> another person who was at Bootsy Bellows commented, "Nothing to tell other than sick. Everyone on the dance floor was hit with the smell at the same time and started moving to the front and then turned around to see what was making us gag. Disgusting." C.J. Oliver, the city's environmental health director, because they had to get somebody important in on this, said human feces can be a health concern at a daycare centers, but this was the first time he had heard of an Aspen nightclub or restaurant. Cleaning the floor with a disinfectant solution containing water and bleach, like what Papini said, would do the trick, because I'm sure stranger stuff doesn't go down in the bathrooms. When Aspen (laughs) police weren't officially notified, they had gotten a whiff of the story over the weekend. (laughs) Zing. I've heard a few anecdotes about this, said Assistant Chief Police Bill Lynn and it sounded pretty nasty. If a crime were committed, it could be in decent exposure, he said. You just never know, he said. Speaking hypothetical, if someone had too much to drink or something, no matter how repulsive it might be, it might actually be a crime. I'm just... (laughs) It might not actually be a crime, but just really gross. Earlier this summer, Pitkin County Sheriff's deputies faced an, an... excrement-laced situation after pulling over a suspected intoxicated driver on Highway 82 near 
Truscott, a deputy said. A, the 68-year-old driver told deputies she needed to use the bathroom and would go shit. behind a nearby rock. Deputy, yeah, I've heard of this happening before. <laughs> yep. When told that she wasn't possible, but wasn't possible, the woman who was standing by the side of the door with handcuffs on front pushed her pants down, bent over, and went anyways. He said it was a messy situation. <laughs> who was training the newly hired deputy at the time? Well, this is your job. Welcome to it. Looks like it's your first <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Sandler and other theorized that the dance floor debacle was probably caused by a female wearing a skirt or a dress because a male would have dropped his pants and there would be a witness to the transaction. The transaction? <laughs> Money passed? Drug use could Maybe. have played drug use could have played a factor as well, Sandler said. There is uh, a market for that. Uh, Indeed. I thought maybe somebody did mu too much coke <laughs> that was cut with baby lax, he said. And well, that's, wow. that's not a thing. That's not a thing. On his Facebook thread about the mystery poop, Sandler invited the club goers to return, the to, return to Booty Bellows. You're safe now, and the turd can't hurt you anymore, he said. <laughs> this is your safe space. Please explore it. <laughs> why, why is that not a thing? Baby lax in coke? First yes. of all, if you're snorting what's, baby lax, baby dude, lax? you got more problems than you want to deal with. What's that look like? Baby oh, lax? It's liquid. Is it? Okay, I've never seen baby they lax. They make it in tablets, too. Yeah, you're not doing that, dude. They make it in tablets too. This isn't the first time I've heard of that where people taking Could cocaine. You like grind, grind up the baby lax and yeah, you grind it up and you kind of. Never with... heard anybody putting yeah. cocaine and baby lax. Oh, in it their happens note. all the time around here. Me and a friend of mine dude, at work what are, are making. What are they doing in Detroit? Dude, you guys are sick of fans. Not not drinking the water. That's yeah. Flint. That's Flint. But uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, me and, a, me and a person at work the other day were talking about it. She had a tooth problem, and she was like, man, if I could go out and get some pure cocaine and put it on my gums to numb them out and pull a tooth out, I wouldn't. Me, we made a joke like, yeah, but where are you going to find pure cocaine nowadays? And the woman yeah. that was working there, she's like, well, it can't be that hard to go out and find coke. And we just kind of looked at her, which we shouldn't have done because it implied that we did coke. But uh, we're like, no, <laughs> you, can't, you can't just get cocaine anymore because if you can, then people cut it down to make more profit out of it. And they put baby laxatives and all kinds of other stuff in it. They'll cut it down with other stuff. But baby laxative is a common thing that's cut into cocaine to, you know, uh. stretch it out because baby laxative isn't harmful to you. It's, you know, it's not. It's it's such a low dosage of it, so yeah, I could see why he would say something like that. It's so nasty. Yeah, I, I, again, <laughs> you I don't get grown up and use fucking baking soda like the rest of us. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. Again, I, I don't use cocaine. I never have, and I never plan to use cocaine or cocaine accessories. But <laughs> I've never used baby lax. No, I have never gotten high off baby laxative. No. No, I don't even have the. I don't even take Pro the Vicodin. Babies. I don't even take the Vicodin that I have here for the leg pain that I'm having right now because I'm too afraid of getting Dude, hooked you are on a it. Terrible drug addict. A very terrible. Yes, I'm far. I, I I don't think I could develop a substantial you drug problem. You need I'm, to up your game, son. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Take it like start, a man. Start with the baby lax. Put in your ass like everybody else does. I'm so tweaking on lax right now. <laughs> God. Holy shit. Put it in your uh, ass. All right. Well, you I know think, somebody uh, that needs that. They're crowdsourcing it right now. Stream that while you're doing it. <laughs> Chuck, thank you for being here. I think we're going to call this part of the show good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. As always, you have brought an entertainment value to the show that is second to none. It is like I you try. are made for these shows. <sighs> yeah. I'm I agree. I'm good at shit. Well, there's that. <laughs> What's sad is I've got so many more links that we didn't cover. Like, so, so many more. Next year. 
So many more. There was another article in here about somebody who was throwing poop bombs at an elementary school, and the school students were pleading with them to please stop bombing our school. That's a <laughs> uh, man shoves feces bag down woman's pants in New York City. Uh, That's not a thing. She really shit herself. She blamed some poor homeless dude. God, there's so many. Uh, restauranter accuses Yelper of pooping himself. Uh, <laughs> someone dumped 60 pounds of dog poop at an Oakland school. Uh, this life-saving medicine unleashed a global poo menace. Uh there's so there's just, I don't know. There's probably 60 links here that we didn't even get to because as this stuff piles up throughout the year, I just throw it into this folder. So <laughs> you throw it onto the compost heap. Hong Kong restaurant yes. accused of serving feces and noodles. Asia One dot News. Asia One dot News is usually pretty good with with crazy Asian news. It's like the two parts of the world <laughs> that have the craziest news are either Asia or Africa. Uh, well, you know. A restaurant in Hong Kong is in hot water after being accused of serving noodles with feces, Apple Daily reported. This is coming from news.asia1.com. So are those poodles? Sure named Ho. (laughs) I should have had you read this one, Chuck. A couple sure named Ho bought the Buddhist Buddha's Delight Noodles for lunch yesterday, June 6th, only to discover two dark brown foul-smelling items on the dish. Thinking they could be uncooked black fungus, Mr. Ho... Mr. Ho picked one up for a a taste and spat it out immediately claiming it had the same texture as feces. He said he gargled two or... I don't know. He said he gargled two or three liters of mouthwash to get rid of the disgusting aftertaste that remained. (laughs) Not satisfied with the restaurant staff's explanation that the strange substance were black fungus, Mr. Ho kept them as evidence and called the police. Officers from Hong Kong's Food and Environmental Hygiene Department, who went to retrieve the disputed objects from Mr. Ho's home for tests, commented, commented that they were smelly indeed. The officers went to examine the restaurant's kitchen, and the FEHD was quoted by... This is for real. Coconuts Hong Kong as saying it would take appropriate action if necessary. Coconuts Hong Kong. I don't sure, know. Yeah. That that is the that that must be China's food administration. There's a link. Let's see what Coconuts Hong Kong is. Uh, and down the rabbit hole. We oh, that's go. the source of where the actual article came from. Okay. Coconuts. Yeah, coconuts. Isn't that a place that sells music? Co- <laughs> Hongkong.coconuts.co. It's an actual website with um, things like this on it. So, anyways, things. Yeah, there was so much shit we didn't cover. Literally, there was just so much. So, <clears throat> anyways, Chuck, thank you for coming on again. We appreciate it. It's always fun to have you here. You're like a third member of the family at this point, for the most part. Yes. A third leg? A third leg. He's a penis. You are the show's penis. So whenever we have to piss, we call you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, <sighs> thank you. Thank you, Trojan and, and Bilbo. It's always uh, always fun. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Take care. Chuck. <laughs> So now we're done with our shit. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Until next year. <laughs> Indeed. Next week, we're going to try to take, uh, go back to our roots. And if all goes well, I'm not saying the name or what's going to happen because the curse of the show, 
we're going to be doing something to do with ghost hunting um if all goes well if anything happens correctly which i think it will we have a listener that listens to the show and he helps run a he doesn't help run a ghost story organization but he gives tours through a haunted location and has had very many numerous experiences there between himself and people that he's taken through on the tour and so forth and we've been wanting to get this guy on for a while but things are lining up to be able to do it and then from that point, I'm not entirely sure what's going to be happening for the rest of the month because December is kind of a weird month for us because we just kind yeah, of roll with it until the first of the year. So I think that's pretty much everything. Our Patreon page is up if you want to become a Patreon and get extra episodes. It's over at uh, patreon.com. Just do a search for Project Archivist. We are getting reviews finally on iTunes, and they've all been good. We got six reviews so far. Um I think there's a couple of new people on there, too. It's not people that have reviewed us before. So, again, I beg. This is the time of the show where I beg. I'm not really, I don't really care so much about getting money or anything right now. We really need the reviews on iTunes to help get the show back into the swing of things again because we just switched over to the new feed. And I know people are finding us because I've been told that people have since found us. So if you guys could jump on there, go on iTunes and give us a review. If you don't subscribe through iTunes or whatever, fine. Don't worry about it. That's cool. It's not a big deal. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We have a whole lot of new Facebook members that are on our page that I really have not had the time to thank. As I used to thank everybody as they popped up on the page. But again, I've been staying away from social media. So, <laughs> I mean, I pop yes. up to drop articles and stuff in there. So, aside from that, how was your Thanksgiving? How did everything go with you? Tacos turned uh, out all right. We had puking children. So that's going I didn't around. Eat a whole lot of turkey. Yeah, that's going around right now. Yeah, we're done with it here, thank God. I got my flu shot early this year, so hopefully I won't get it. Well, that's not the flu. We've already been over that. Yeah? Something else? You don't remember? You don't remember freaking Tyler reading us the riot act about that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a while ago. I forgot all about that. If you're throwing up, that's not the flu. The flu is headaches, sneezing, runny nose, body pain. If you're throwing up, it's because you got a virus afterwards. Oh, all right. He freaking, he, he tore into us that first time. He always tears into us. <laughs> if it's medically dude. oriented, he tears into us. That's because he's awesome. <laughs> but aside from that, I really haven't got too much more to add to the, uh, to the table here for the most part, uh, except for that this is a long show and I'm going to have a lot of fun editing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You just let it go. No, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Why? Is there, is there inappropriate things? Well, yes. time. Time is another issue, man. I guess I've uh, noticed ever since we've switched over to the new, uh, maybe you haven't noticed it, but ever since we've switched over to the new web domain, I've got more freedom with how much longer shows I could put up. Where we were before, we could put as many shows as we wanted, but they had to be limited in size. It was really strange how it was set up. Whereas where we're at now in Podbean, I could drop a five-hour episode if I wanted to and not have to worry about eating up all of our bandwidth or anything like that. It works It works so much better. Over, there's gives and takes to it. Like, I can't post as much on the webpage. I don't have as many sub things on the side and stuff like we used to. Um, and so now now that all that's getting squared away, I'm actually thinking of, of doing the T-shirt thing again and trying to get the T-shirts up and running again because we've had a few people ask for T-shirts. And I've been leery about it because, again, the money thing with me is, is weird. But um, there's the shirt that you've got that yep. there's only been one of those made. And I'm thinking of, of making actually putting that shirt up there. Um, yep. And Ben Yannick, I believe, was who designed that one for yep. us. 
And I have the original. It's a good design, and I want to use it. And then I've got a couple of other things I've been screwing around with the background. So I'm told that uh, Amazon has a T-shirt thing that Tyler put us in touch with. I'm going to check into that. I'm going to check into a couple of different things because the route that we were using before, we were going through Cafe Press, and we weren't making any money on that at all. Like, they were charging, like, $30 or $25 for a T-shirt, and we were only making 2 bucks a shirt, and we didn't get any money out of it until we had accumulated $50 in, in sales, like $2 a shirt. After after we sold so many shirts, when it hit $50, they would deposit $50 in our account. And it was just a big pain. It was, you know, but you can still go there if you want to. There's go to cafepress.com and type in Project Archivist, and you'll find our shirts on there. If you want to go ahead and buy one, go ahead. We're not going to make any money on it, but I don't care. You know, if you want a shirt, right now that's the place to go to get it until I figure something else out. Mm. Um, is there anything else that we had to go over on here? I can't remember if there was or not. I don't not. think so. Uh, Jordan's been pushing us on Twitter. There's been a lot of people that have been pushing us on Twitter. We're picking up a lot of people over there. So again, um, go over and give the nighttime podcast a listen. Um, because he's a really cool sure. guy. He's a really yeah, nice guy. You know, I, I, I give him grief on our, we, we're going, we're giving each other grief all the time now, but it's purely in fun. <laughs> like, like, like he said, cause every time I tag him in something, he's like, Oh, I can't wait to get my name off of this, but he's getting around and he knows it and I know it. And so we've been giving each other grief and stuff, but, well, um, is that it? Are we done? Are we good? I think so. All right. That's Seems about all I can me. say because my throat is giving out on me. Oh. So this is uh, Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. This is Lobo from Connecticut. My name is not Bilbo, and I'm not a goldfish. It's a good I don't know. <laughs> Every time we say your name, it's going to be something different now. Of course. <laughs> Golo, Rolo, you name it. Dick. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard the Trojan one many times. I'm surprised Trojan I haven't heard, man. heard it many, many more times from you or from anybody else. But it's okay. I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I will own it. I'm cool with it. All right, folks. That's it. Peace. Take care. Bye-bye. So much drama in say It's kind of hard being Snoopy O-double-G. But I, I somehow, somewhat keep coming up funky-ass shit. Something for the G's and Mike, a few friends is a breeze through. Don't you know it's two in the morning and our party's still jumping? Cause my mama ain't home. home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you want to do, ho?
money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking and sipping on gin and juice, laid back. Smoking and dough, sipping on gin and a, a just a little. 